Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Patriot Review. This is episode number 29 already, and I'm glad you're here with me. I have as a returning guest, Mr. Ronald Boyd, who is our resident uh, TPR, the Patriot Review historian and contributor. And I'm going to bring him in now. Ronald, how are you doing? Caught him on uh, mute. I'm doing pretty good. I caught you on mute, didn't I? Looking at your phone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm trying to find a where I can find the uh, live stream. I think you took it off of uh, of YouTube. So. Oh yeah. YouTube. Uh, you know, I'm just another another uh, content creator that YouTube has chosen to violate. You know your First Amendment. My First Amendment rights is is no surprise. Um, yeah. You know, speaking of YouTube and speaking of big tech censorship, YouTube, Facebook. I took myself off Facebook from the live streaming because basically I'm banned from posting anything on there, as you know. And if you're following me on Facebook, um, you know, uh, people have to move over to the Cloud Hub or Rumble. Um, applications and that's where I'm at uh, if you want to join the chat room you can actually find me on either D live or Trovo those are generally gamer platforms but they do have the chat service that goes along with it so that's that's uh, maybe something helpful for people who want to follow the stream so you can find me on cloud hub or rumble and uh, yeah I should have told you that but I took off YouTube and I took off Facebook because they're basically Nazis. So yeah. I have no desire, nor, you know, I just implore all people actually dump these platforms. They're still making money off of you. They're still mining your personal information. Um, dump them. Get rid of them. You know, they're basically communists. Uh, I uh, was watching a, a really good interview. I'll bring this up towards the end of the show, so hang on. I also have some really exciting news for those of you that follow the 2020 election and uh, know of the people who were speaking out about it right from the beginning. I have some really exciting news. I'm pumped. Uh, people who are into uh, content creators and, and uh and uh, people who are Trump supporters will hopefully uh, be as excited as I am. If not, I'm going to introduce everybody to another great content creator. Um, but anyway, Ron, it's a pleasure to have you here. And you and I, we are going to today talk about a whole bunch of topics. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> I really want to start out by saying this. The number one topic that I care about and the number one topic that everybody should care about is to get every state to audit the 2020 election results. Um, uh, Mike Lindell's cyber symposium, August 10th through the 12th, went off uh, very well. He had 50 states plus the District of Columbia uh, represented there, and I know that many states are really pushing or the audits if they haven't been already. Um, now, the maker of the, the machine, Dominion, uh, the voting machines, um, is suing basically everybody and their brother 
But Lindell's symposium really exposed them for what they are. They had, uh, as I showed in last week's episode, they had a forensic audit. So they had a image, a forensic image, of the software and the data that was stored within the software prior to the election. And for anybody who knows anything about computers, um, data is stored in log files. And log files were there for the past three years. After the election and after the fraud was brought to light, um, Dominion went on this purge. They basically disguised this purge of data as a software upgrade. And I know Wisconsin, the state that we're in, um, recently voted 4-2 to two to allow this upgrade to go through. The problem is um, that the upgrade actually deletes all of those log files. So... It's a violation of federal law, and hopefully somebody would go in prison. It's going to prison for that because uh, you have to have that election data stored for 22 months, and that obviously is a violation. Every single time they delete that off of every single machine, individually it's a violation of the federal law. So there could be a lot of people going to prison for a long time, and hopefully they will be. So um, one thing I wanted to talk about, Ronnie, before we got going here is – this is the problem. This um, <laughs> this is the real problem. And people, um, it's time that we hold everybody accountable and it's time that we come together as a people who love freedom. This is the symbol for the uniparty. As you can see, uh, you have both the Democrats and the Republicans represented and they're pulling back and forth and it's all just a, a bunch of bull****. So, you know, they uh, obviously are not concerned about your rights, my rights, what the Constitution says, uh, and so on. But uh, so that's the real problem is the uniparty. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and we've we've seen so much evidence of that. So you know, the uh, the people like uh, uh, Mitch McConnell and some of the rhinos that are have been in for so long. I know you're a big proponent of term limits. I think that's what the founding oh, yes. fathers originally had in store, uh, in mind, you know. Um, so I want to start this off, Ronnie, with uh, just this this idea here that the founders warned us, with the loss of virtue comes loss of our republic. And this is on CNS News. Um, you can go check that out. But uh, most certainly, one of the things that has happened to the United States is that we really have lost our moral compass, don't you think? Oh, yes. I, I true, I actually agree. And we should really take a look at Was George Washington as the prime example. I mean, look at him. This man could have been king if he wanted to. Obviously, he didn't want to be king. In fact, he really didn't want to be president. And that's what makes him, in my opinion, probably our greatest president. If we were to rank the greatest presidents we've ever had, George Washington had to be number one. He didn't want to be president. I mean, he wasn't really that great of a general, but he was one of our greatest presidents just for the mere fact that he didn't want to be the president. He was basically forced into being president. Without a doubt. And he finally agreed to be president. And when he was president, he limited his own powers. And after two 
uh, terms, he stepped down. And he actually said that, you know what, the American people have to get used to me not being around. Yeah. You have to move on, elect somebody else. And historically, the countries around the globe were actually shocked that he stepped down. Yeah. Um, the the I mean, first he, real example of a transfer of power that was peaceful, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so definitely without a doubt. And, and as we're talking about George Washington, one of the places that I visited was Independence Hall uh, a couple of years ago. And that, you know, Americans need to get out again and take their kids to these places of history. Places like that, places like Gettysburg, places like Shiloh, places like uh, D.C., of course, you know. Um, yeah. And, you know, we need to take it upon ourselves to ourselves as parents and grandparents to really, really uh, uh, promote the United States and its founding principles because our schools certainly aren't doing it. Um, no. For the most part, anyway, and as... Uh, you know, um, one of the things I wanted to, to bring up in this show is just that the United States is under attack from so many different directions. So, you know, our moral compass has been attacked for, you know, decades and decades and decades. Um, and oh, yeah. it's, it's been eroded and, and religion in particular is being attacked because that's where the moral value system comes for Americans and for, for the founding principles. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, some people will actually argue, well, you don't necessarily have to have religion to be moral. Well, maybe so, but really, where do morals come from if not from God? You know, exactly. he, he, he set up uh, the laws that he had, which are the Ten Commandments, and the vast, a lot of them are, speak to morals. For example, you shouldn't murder anyone. You That's shouldn't steal you know, you shouldn't uh, covet other people's property. Uh, you shouldn't, you know, obviously covet another man's wife. I mean, all these are moral laws, if you think about it. Or a woman's husband. And, right. You know, yeah. basically you shouldn't covet anything. Uh, you shouldn't steal and you shouldn't, you know, murder or injure people right. because you want to. Uh, so... The argument, the argument that well, you don't need to have uh, religion, you know, to be moral. It's like, well, yeah, maybe, but right. in reality, morals come from God. I could well, maybe argue the case if you're a Confucian, uh, maybe because Confucians, Confucianism is almost similar to Christianity, in that Confucius actually said that you shouldn't do unto others that you don't want done to yourself. Right, the golden rule. You, yeah, you um, should, in his case it was the silver rule. But yeah, I mean, basically that. Treat others with respect and courtesy, right. and gee, guess what? Right. It's going to be returned. Right. Well, the other thing, the other thing that attacking religion does is it eliminates the founding principle, the belief that we have individual liberty and uh, that mm-hmm. all of our rights come from God. And of course, by attacking that and uh, you know pushing the idea that our rights come from the government, once you mm-hmm. Once you go down that path, you know, a government then becomes tyrannical and they can take away all your rights. And no, that's, exactly. that's where we're at today in the, these, these uh, unicorn, um, flower, rainbow land utopians <laughs> that have eaten the same BS line 
that mm -hmm. others before them in history have. Um, why do people fall into this belief that, you know, there is this possibility of equal outcome and that, you know, the very things that they complain about today, like greed, like capitalism causes mm -hmm. greed and, and, and money and, and people mistreat each other, how come they can't mm -hmm. understand that human nature follows any political system and that when you give the government the rights to uh, the power to to take your rights away from you, uh, it's going to happen. These people are human beings. They're, you're never going to get rid of greed. You're never going to get rid of, uh, you know, power mongers and and uh, and. Mm -hmm. You know, those in D.C. today are proving that. People like Nancy Pelosi, who thinks she's, you know, she's the uh, fearer of the, the House, you know. I mean, she's absolutely way out of line every day, as is Schumer and, and uh, you know, some of the, the rhinos as well, you know. So, it, historically, what causes people to fall for that? You know, that's, that's the thing. It, it seems like the reason why a lot of people fall for this BS is they want to have an easy life. And what better, a uh, better example of, uh, I've actually told this story before, uh, of a friend of mine, his father was an Argentine diplomat. And they were stationed in Malawi, in Africa, which is probably one of the most god-awful places you could actually live in. And he told me that people were always smiling, they were always happy. Uh, and he asked him, like, why are you so happy? I mean, you know, the place is a, is a hole in the ground, essentially. You know, uh, you live under a dictatorship. Why are you smiling? Oh, because the government, the government makes all the decisions for us. We don't have mm -hmm. to do anything. The government takes care of us. Well, yeah, but the thing is, when you see the presidential limousine go by, you have to clap. And if you stop clapping, you disappear. You know, this doesn't sound like a, a great place to live. And I see that you have uh, this picture of, of North Korea, or at least a woman from North Korea. Mm -hmm. Again, here's another example. Look that's at the leader the of North Korea. That's not on the screen oh. yet. I'll put that on. This uh, oh. this, uh, okay. this video right here, I'll put a link to this video in the, the description once I get everything done. Uh, the description, or the all the uploads and stuff, it takes me to... Uh, you know, later in the evening, but the description will be updated uh, to watch this. This video is an over, it's over an hour long. Uh, she's written an exceptional book uh, okay. about her her experience, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce her name right, but uh, I think it's uh, Yenmi Park. And this video I would really recommend people watching because. It, it explains exactly what you're talking about. As a matter of fact, one of the things that she says in it is, uh, you know, people don't even know that they're oppressed. They are mm -hmm. taught that they have to watch their back. They, there is no word for friendship. Uh, in North Korean people, they call each other comrade because the only love that you're allowed to have is love for the, for the leader. Mm -hmm. And she says that... Uh, and I don't want to give it all away, but a couple of points that hit me right off the first 10 minutes were, um, you know, this I, this whole idea that people people don't know better and that everybody is telling on everybody else and people are telling on you if you don't tell on somebody. 
<laughs> so, you know, if you have a group of three people, you're in danger of, of always being told on. And she says that in North Korea, they don't just kill you. They also put three generations of your family in concentration camps. Yeah. So, you know, again, you know, how, how can people fall for this? And history has shown over and over and over again that, you know, giving up your liberty and your individual freedoms is going to lead to this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at, uh, I, I just saw a post uh, from Sydney Watson where she's, you know, she's um, Australian-American. Um, and she lives here now. She lives in the United States in Texas now, but you know, she's from Australia. Mm-hmm. And she posted something, uh, the Australian government or the city council in Australia has uh, placed an order to shoot dead all the dogs in the pounds, you know, so people can't adopt dogs. It basically, the whole idea is that is to stop people from leaving their home. So one of the means of, you know, making sure you don't leave your home is, well, we'll kill off all the dogs so you can't adopt any. And it's like, well, that's sick. That's really sick. You know, if you think about it, it's like, Really? You're going to kill dogs to keep... And Just another reason frankly, why the Australian people are taken to the streets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The Australian people have had enough. This is, you know, like you said, BS. Yeah. It's like, let us live our lives. We just want to be left alone. What exactly. part of the government, you know, just don't understand that? It's like, leave us alone. Let us live our lives. Well, you know, I want to bring this up. I brought this up a couple shows ago, but... Everybody, you know, stop being afraid because of January 6th. The Mm -hmm. FBI just came out and said that it was not a planned event. It blew the Democrats' narrative completely out of the water. Mm -hmm. Um, If you watched my episode a couple, I think uh, an episode or two ago, uh, two ago, I believe, we had on there video footage of buses coming in with uh, BLM and Antifa members that were bussed in led by a black government vehicle, which an SUV, which was probably the FBI or CIA. And, uh, you know, they they were bussed in. And then the next video shows how the police were waving people in. They had the door open. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, how peaceful it actually was. So, you know, everybody and their brother knows or they should know if they're honest that it was it was a plant that that was done on purpose. It was. It was, as I said, and Ronnie, you've heard me say this a hundred times, but it was the Reichstag fire that mm-hmm. the Nazis had, the equivalent. You know, they call it uh, an insurrection, which was a complete yeah. lie. Nobody, oh, yes. nobody tried to overthrow the government, period. And, mm-hmm. you know, the real insurrection was happening all of last year with BLM and mm-hmm. Antifa. You know, these self-declared Marxist anarchists... Uh, and yeah. people, this is what I want to get out to people. Don't be afraid, and let's gather together. We we don't want to go armed. We don't want to, you know, promote the idea that we're violent, obviously. But we do need to rise up and send a message to these idiots. We do mm-hmm. need to go by the millions to D.C., and we need to go by the thousands outside of the Facebook and the Twitter uh, buildings again peacefully yeah. but when are we actually gonna you know <laughs> when are we actually gonna organize to actually do something like this 
to send a message that you know Americans aren't going to let them destroy our right. country. Well, I think this is the problem, and this actually goes into uh, the election aspect that that you wanted to discuss today. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the problem is that we're just apathetic. You know, uh, people are happy to sit at home, you know, watch their Netflix you know, eat their bag of chips or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, the, the election happened. Uh, Joe Biden, he was selected. He got in. Confounded you know, that that he actually won, considering he hid in his basement the entire summer. He, and whatever rallies he did have, you could practically count the people on your hand, you know, how many showed up. Right. You know, maybe 20 max, well, 50 max right, if he's hold, hold that thought right there. The, the Biden, remember, the everybody remember the, 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 the view of, you know, the circles with the chairs and, and maximum 20 yes. chairs. And they had a hard time even right. filling those 20 chairs. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a quick break and then uh, we'll be right back to talk about that. If you want to hit your mute again. Are you an easily duped fool who believes what the Marxist media is spoon-feeding you? At KMU, you'll use the devices created by capitalism and that you can't live without to ridicule real American patriots who know a hell of a lot more than you. There's not stress at KMU. Each participant is given safe space and a supply of facial tissues and cheese balls. Studying, testing, and participation is eliminated because it's considered racist. That means you'll receive your degree in three days. Let's hear from a satisfied graduate. I have terrible memories. Some sick pedophile smelling my hair behind the woodpile. Now he runs around saying I was somebody beat up. But hey, I got my degree, didn't I? Um, yeah. We at Karl Marx University believe a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So we do the thinking for you. Call today and reserve your safe space. Hello, Patriots. It's Jeff Wagner from the Patriot Review. I would like to call your attention to the Patriot Review merch shop. If you go to redbloodedpatriots.com and go to shop, you will see a listing of items that you can purchase, uh, specific Patriot Review gear, and uh, even stuff for your pets as well as our current Communism Sucks line of items. So go ahead and check it out. I think you'll be happy with it. I've purchased some merch myself, as you can see. It's good quality stuff. I'm happy with it, and I know you will be too. Again, the Patriot Review shop is at redbloodedpatriots.com slash shop. Thank you very much, and now back to the show. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty.
coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. We're back. I just want to put a plug in for that uh, that documentary we're going to be releasing in September. The date, the final date, has not been uh, determined yet. I'm working away at that fairly steadily. I have um, several guests on there. Ronald is one who's going to talk about the historical aspects of communism, and then I have uh, a gal named Midji who is a Chinese uh, American uh, uh, who has some history and her family she's going to talk about. Uh, Mitchell Gerber is going to join us. He's going to talk about uh, what's going on in in China and what we would have to look forward to. And then um, I have some some footage I'm going to show of Elmer Yoon, who's uh, a former Chinese businessman who is really, uh, he's on a mission to declare or have the Chinese government, the CCP, declared a criminal organization, and um, potentially uh, Jim Stroud, I'm working with him, hopefully he will be on, and he will uh, talk more about the minor- minority aspects of our system versus communism and some of the other countries. So that is coming in September. It's called Freedom Waning. The war has already begun, so you can check that out. Uh, Ronald, welcome back. We were talking before the break about... Um, <laughs> About Joe Biden's pitiful, uh, you know, rallies that he held prior to the election, and yes. he would have ten or twenty people. Now, if <laughs> if you didn't see the uh, the crowd in Alabama for President Trump's rally last night, the, the current president, actually President Trump, who uh, had, it was in Alabama, um, I want to show you this real quick. This is the crowd. Um, wow. There were between 50 and 60,000 people wow. who, who sat out in the rain. Uh, it rained before, and it rained at the very end of the rally as well, and they all they all stood there. They all wow. listened to President Trump, and they also uh, listened to several other people. Now, one, <laughs> one gentleman who uh, was there was Mr. Mo Brooks, who... Mm-hmm. I'm check the chat here quick. Mo Brooks, who uh, is running for Senate from Alabama. Um, now, Mr. Brooks made the the mistake of saying that the American people should just forget about 2020 and look towards 2022 and 2024. Now, he got booed for quite a while, <laughs> deservedly so. Uh, so that really kind of set me off. So I sent him a little t- <laughs> A little tweet, a little love tweet, saying, you know, so basically people are supposed to overlook treason. We're supposed to overlook and not hold accountable those people who want to install a communist government. Mm-hmm. Um, that's ludicrous. We we don't accept that. We reject that, and we want President Trump put in his rightful place, which is in the White House behind the desk. And you and I talked a little bit about. You know what the likelihood of that is. Yeah. Um, I know you have a, uh, a different opinion than I do. Why don't you, why don't you uh, tell us what you think on that? Well, I 
my thinking is that, you know, this is Biden getting in is essentially a coup d'etat. And I think you would agree that that's the case. It's a coup d'etat. And I think the coup d'etat was actually engineered by the deep state. And in my opinion is that I don't think the deep state will allow the allow the election to be overturned. I, I think the likelihood of that occurring is very slim. And I know that you're you're setting your your sights on the Supreme Court. And I, I hope that the Supreme Court will do the right thing. But yeah. I also have like you, as well as myself, I, I think we have our doubts. We do. Because I just saw uh, some ruling that the Supreme Court did, and it was basically uh, holding back on something with uh, the uh, the Trump policy of, you know, stay in Mexico. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think they, they, helped with, uh, they held up the reinstatement of that. Because I know that the Supreme Court, or one of the courts, actually said that, well, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Biden, you abused your power. Uh, you can't do that. And uh, this has to be reinstated, essentially. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court, for some reason, decided, well, let's wait on that. And Which uh, I just don't understand why. To me, that doesn't make any sense. The policy yeah. works. The border is a disaster. You got hundreds of thousands of people yeah you know waltzing yeah. across the border we well, might actually uh, see two million yeah well that's yeah. that's one of the things you know when we talked earlier and i brought up the fact that the united states is under attack in all in all ways i mean our education with critical race theory uh you know gender issues and men going and playing women's sports and schools fighting to have uh trans students allowed in the locker rooms and you know insane yeah. insane yeah. stuff stuff uh, yeah you know and in this case is just another example and i i you know i do hang my hopes on the supreme court but i'm not so stupid to believe that they're just going to do what's right because under yeah. roberts you know and roberts is compromised let's face it his name oh, yeah. is on the, the the list at epstein island and we know he's compromised yeah um, and, you know, um, from what I hear, it's alleged that so is Mike Pence, you know, and that huh. explains why Pence did what he did on January 6th and, and really betrayed the American people because he, ha- he did have the authority to send it back to the state legislatures, especially yeah. after states like Pennsylvania violated the Constitution and made the mm-hmm. decision between the governor and judge that they could take the election away from the people, which, yeah. you know, so, yeah, so I agree with you. You know, um, where I don't agree, I guess, is with the, the fact that the deep state, uh, you know, can't be defeated. I think um, I think that they're pushing the country more and more towards a, re- a revolution and not necessarily wow. a peaceful one. And that's why people also better stand up for the Second Amendment and pay attention to what's mm-hmm. happening. Uh, oh, yes. ATF is trying to pass a, uh, pass a new regulation that redefines what a receiver is, you know, and yeah. Basically, a ploy to take more weapons away from us. Well, the Second Amendment is huge as well. Oh yeah. Uh, although I, I I think they're gonna fail if they do try stuff on the Second Amendment. I think they're gonna fail on that because there's way too many gun owners in the United States, and you know just the mere fact that they want to pass laws that's gonna make me a felon overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, you want to make me a felon? I'll act like a felon. 
I mean, <laughs> what's holding me back? You know, I'm already a felon. You know, if you pass a law stating that, well, if you refuse to uh, surrender your AK-47 or your uh, AR-15, you know, that's going to be a violation and we're going to fine you. And if you refuse to pay that, we're going to turn you into a felon. Well, okay. Well, gee, guess what? So you're going to go Che Rivera. You know, eat in between the lines. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? You're going to go Che Rivera then, huh? Yeah. He's like, why not? Well, you know. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. That, you know, um, you know, and then here, you know, like I said, here's another tentacle we could talk about. And I want to get back to the election, but you know, one last final thought on that is uh, who is the Department of Homeland Security, which should have never been formed? Uh, right. Who, who are they calling the t- domestic terrorists? You know, they're calling <laughs> people who believe in the Constitution, people who believe in our founding principles, people who want a fair election, transparent election, people who understand mm-hmm. that our rights come from God, people that people that actually believe in exactly what this country was founded on. And these mm-hmm. assholes are sitting here telling us that we're the domestic terrorists. No, right. you are. You people are. Oh. oh, on top of that, if you question the vaccine. Yeah, you exactly. you question the vaccine, and if you say I don't want it for whatever reason, which is your right, you can refuse to have whatever put into your body. I don't care what they say. Yeah, that's the other you know? thing, folks. Is stop doing business with companies that are trying, or schools that are trying to force injections. They have no business, no right whatsoever, to tell people what they can put inside their body, especially. Some, some, uh, and this is where I separate from Trump on one thing. He's still touting the vaccine. Wrong. Get, I mean, wrong. This vaccine is dangerous. It's killing people, left and right. It is, it is causing severe disabilities in people. Um, there are uh, uh, nano, uh, nano particulates or whatever the, the heck they're called uh, that mm-hmm. actually can transmit and receive information. So they could actually dose you and make your cells do certain things and potentially make you drop dead. I know that oh, sounds yeah. that sounds far fetched, but it's not. Go go read about it. You know, verify it yourself. Don't listen to me. Yeah. Uh, so you know, and where do these where do these companies get off? Like Walmart and uh, these universities get off. You know. Yeah. If you go to um, uh, Doug Billings. Dot us, I believe is the address. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is uh, a nurse that has a page on there, and her mind's escaping me. I'm having a senior moment here, but <laughs> she she has resources that you can download. And I'll put this link in in the show description as well. Uh, but you can actually download forms to give to your employer. You know, saying no, I'm not going to do this. Fire me, and then you're going to sue yeah. them. Uh, right. There's, you know, liability forms that you can give them. There's uh, all kinds of, of resources. So I'll put that in there. But um, any any thoughts on that before we go back to the election? Well, I think one of the most egregious cases, and I, I actually talked to you about this, I think, last night. Uh, there's this poor guy. He needs a, a transplant of some sort. I think it might be heart or liver. I forgot which. Or lungs. I forgot. But he needs a transplant, an organ transplant. And uh, 
the hospital asked him if he uh, had the vaccine, and he said no. And he flatly told him, I don't want to take it for these reasons. And one of them was that he was afraid that it would increase the size of his heart. His, you know, and that would be potentially dangerous for him, and it might actually kill him. So he was afraid to take the vaccine. And because of his fear to take the vaccine and his refusal to take it, they took him off the organ donor list. So now uh, the operation that he had set up to replace whatever he needed is no longer going to happen. What hospital is that? I don't remember. I, I saw it on Tucker Carlson tonight. Oh, okay. Uh, and I forgot which episode, but I, I know that you, you have them. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I forgot which one, but it was sometime, I think, uh, either two weeks ago or last week or something like that. So just yeah. look for that episode and watch well, it. You know, I haven't been watching Fox because I think Mike Lindell is absolutely right when he challenges uh, Tucker and Hannity and Dan Bongino and Laura Ingram when he challenges them to talk about the stolen election and they refuse to do it. Um, yeah. You know, and, and quite honestly, it also, it also ruins my evening if I watch... Tucker Carlson, because I get really, really ticked off at the stuff that's going on, mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's just bad for my bad for my high blood pressure actually. So yeah, so yeah, you know, and um, well, whoever that that hospital is, whatever that hospital is, you know, I'd mm -hmm. like to publish that or publicize that. So yeah, you know, I'll look for that um, and figure that out, but. Obviously, yeah. a huge lawsuit in the making there. Let's let's take yeah. uh, let's take somebody with hepatitis C, for example, hepatitis mm -hmm. B, the hepatitis right. uh, m much more uh, uh, transferable than than COVID, mm -hmm. uh, with worse results. Frankly, I mean, COVID right. you have a 99.97 percent chance of surviving if you're 70 plus. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, this whole pandemic thing is a lie. It's been a lie all along to destroy the middle class and to take power away from the people, you know, and more people need to wake up to that fact. And this vaccine is not safe, um, you know. So hopefully people can resist taking it. Um, they're not being honest. Doctors are not being honest about mm -hmm. the hazards that are involved with it. Um, and people... People, I think, need to wake up to the fact that the United States is not the country it used to be. People are no. not honest with you. But what's going on in this country is, is you can't just take it for granted that your doctor is going to be honest with you, sadly. But that's the right. truth. You know? So so let's go back to the election now, you know, and, and I covered this in the last show, too, but here's mm -hmm. a slide from the Cyber Symposium, and this is the total results, and uh, the big lie is what they'd have us believe the results to have been is that Biden got 81 million votes to Trump's 74 million. And in reality, Trump got 80.7 million, Biden got 74.7 million. So, mm -hmm. you know, the <laughs> and, and that's not including some of the more organic methods of cheating. That is all just the cheating that went through the program and the uh, algorithm from the voting machines switching right. votes over so that doesn't include the dead people voting or the i think arizona had some ungodly number like seven hundred thousand ballots that you know um 
were counted that shouldn't have been counted. They have right. ballots that were printed on paper that is not election ballot paper and weren't mm-hmm. folded, so we know they weren't mail-in. Um, and Arizona is coming out uh, this week with their with their audit results, and I think it's gonna it's gonna be eye-opening for people. Yeah. Well, this is how I feel about uh, ballots themselves. You know, when we actually go through our elections, you know what? Let's let's stop all this technology crap. You know, enough mm-hmm. with this uh, electronically scanned uh, ballots. Let's go back to the old days where you actually had a paper ballot. You took your pen, you mark it with an X, you do a check mark, you circle it, whatever, whatever mark that you put on it. Right. That's your vote. Right. And hand count the the bloody votes, even if it's, uh, you know, in the county or even in this the town that you that you voted in. You have people that will actually count these ballots, right. and they'll send the number to wherever you need to send it to, like you know the, the the county courthouse. Then the county courthouse sends it to the capital, and then the capital sends it to you know federal electoral commission or whatever. Uh, BS uh, organization that does it. And of course, the first argument is, well, in the big city, you can't do that. So the suggestion would be, okay, you take voting over two to three days. You do day one is A through K. Day two, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be one day. It, it could be right. three days or two days or whatever, you know, but... Well, yeah, whatever it takes to, to count the votes. Right. I, but, I don't care how long it takes, but... You have one day of voting. That's it. That's it. One day. I mean, it, it's been like that for how you know for how long? Yeah. For oh well, uh, well you know I I work two three jobs and I just can't go in and uh, you know. Uh, it's like, well, you know they got to figure out they got to figure out how to do that. And it may take more than one day in, in areas that are really heavily populated, but. They got to figure that out to do it, like you said, to keep it simple, stupid, and mm-hmm. and restore the faith that we are, we should have right. in our elections. And everybody knows, everybody knows, eighty per, at least eighty percent of people who identify as Republicans or conservative believe the election was stolen. And mm-hmm. from, from what I was told, forty percent of Democrats, and I believe it's probably higher, but they don't want to say it. Uh, yeah. You know, and then and then there are those people. And if this describes you, I'm sorry, but I'm going to offend you. If <laughs> you think that going to the poll and placing your vote and always placing your vote for the Democrat or Republican doesn't matter. Uh, and then your duty is done. Please don't mm-hmm. vote. You know, right. you, need, you need to understand the issues and what's going on. Uh, and you also need to become more involved. Now, I am going to a meeting on the 25th, a few days from now, and I'm going to explore running for office. And I don't know what office that would be, uh, you know, but I'm looking into it. And I think every American should consider that. Uh, get involved mm-hmm. in your local level. At, at the very least. Although I would argue that if you're able to, I would run for the House. Because, quite frankly, the House of Representatives, it was designed for average citizens to represent citizens. It wasn't designed for all these professional politicians, you know, Mm -hmm. people sitting there 
for 50 years, like Joe Biden, and these people have been there for 50 years, and what have they done? They have done jack. Well, Obama was on the, you know, before Breitbart was murdered, uh, Obama was on the streets, you know, at socialist rallies, right? And that video Mm -hmm. came out, right? Um, And didn't get any attention from the lamestream fake news media. Uh, right. But he was. He was out promoting socialism. And then we know that, you know, he was instructing basically uh, the rules for radicals and um, mm-hmm. Alinsky uh, principles and those sorts of things. So and he's his career, his, pol- his political career started in, in Bill Ayer's home. You know, I mean, right. the true domestic terrorist, if there ever was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the, those people, if you don't if you can't be honest about that type of stuff, then don't vote because you, you just vote and then you think your duty's done and it affects the rest of us. And that's what really has gotten me to the point where, uh, you know, I hate to say this because I don't wish harm on anybody, but these people really are kind of our enemies by default mm-hmm. because yeah. their stupidity is destroying this country. And mm-hmm. I guess I'm just typically blunt and honest, and so I'll be blunt and honest. Yeah, well, it's true. And where where do they become this stupid? Well, obviously through our schools, because you got morons teaching children. I mean, literally morons. Yeah. And well, you got you got Marxists, you know. Yeah. Well, Marxist morons, but they're still morons regardless. Yes. <laughs> uh, and and it's not just in the schools. Uh, you know, obviously it's universities. You got all you know, like Bill Ayers, teaching, you know. Right. Future leaders of America, you know, the Marxist crap. But right. you, I, I saw this TikTok of this uh, teacher, apparently, and uh, she was a preschool teacher. So we're talking about maybe two, three-year-old kids. And she's sitting there saying, oh, I had a, a partner teacher, and and we're, we're, you know, teaching kids about, you know, gender and transgender right. and... Garbage. And, you know, yeah, basically, and she sounded so proud. Right. And then she talked about how another teacher came in and, and one of the kids said, oh, uh, today I identify as a girl, but I know Mr. Blah, blah, blah isn't. And the teacher had this look on her face and uh, the teacher in the TikTok said, that she turned to us and said, Wow, this class is amazing! I'm so proud of you. Blah blah. It's like it's really? Yeah, it's. Sick. I would, if people, I was that teacher, I'd say, "What the hell is wrong with you?" These people need to be removed. These people need exactly. to be fired. We need to even FDR said no public unions, no public employee unions. We need to get rid of them. We need to exactly. uh, stand up as parents, and I know parents across the country are. Uh, but yes, we do need to. So uh, one, let's switch topics. Let's go to. Uh, I don't want to spend a whole lot. We're running out of time here, but let's go to uh, Mr. Biden's bungling of (laughs) Afghanistan. So uh, number one issue, folks, the number one issue I want to remind you should be the election and audits. We need to get rid of this guy. He is not our president. Uh, But Joe Biden's State Department halted a Trump-era crisis response plan aimed at avoiding Benghazi-style evacuations just months just a month before or months before the Taliban took over. Um, brilliant, brilliant there, Joe, Dementia Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. Here we are, you know, 
again, you talk about a moron. Uh, <laughs> this guy is a class A fool, and he always has been. You know, his oh, foreign yes. policy, his foreign policy record is atrocious. And here oh, he yes. is, you know, what fool doesn't know that, you know, you evacuate the civilians and equipment first before your military leaves. Right. And this is what I find so dumbfounding. When he was talking to uh, uh, Stenopoulos, you know, in this interview, and he's sitting there saying, well, I don't know how we can withdraw without there being chaos. I just don't see how, how that would be. And it's like, really? Really? A five-year-old can figure it out. Number <laughs> five-year-old one. five-year-old did figure it out. President Trump yeah. was talking about his conversation exactly. with a five- or six-year-old. Yeah, and the five-year-old whose brain is not that developed figured it out himself. So right. anyone with half a brain can figure this out. Number one, you withdraw all the civilians first. Yeah. Number two, withdraw all the equipment. Number three, withdraw your uh, diplomatic staff. And then you can close the embassy. Right. Number four, you leave Bagram Air Force Base. You Number keep that. Five, you destroy the bases as you leave. You bomb the shit out of them. Exactly. What, Number five, you get rid of all the bases. Do this. Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, so, yeah. So, and what are we seeing now, Ron? What are we seeing now? We're seeing this. We're seeing absolutely. Americans have been beaten in Afghanistan. Right. You know, we're basically. Of it. We're going to see people dying. Exactly. You know why? It's because the Taliban feels they have. Uh, you know, impunity. You know, what? what's the Americans going to do? You got Joe Biden. He ain't going to do anything to us. He doesn't care. He actually doesn't care. You, you notice the lack of concern in the Biden administration. Right. And part of this lack of concern, we can go all the way back to the fall of Saigon, where right. in Congress, when he was a representative, they were voting on a bill to give money to help uh, – extradite or, you know, remove South Vietnamese allies. Right. And gee, guess what? Biden said, said, oh, no, no we're, I, I, I'm, I'm against that. I'm, I'm not for uh, voting money to save one South Vietnamese or 100,000 100, in one. This goes to show you that Biden doesn't care. He never cared. Well, and this is, is an outrage. The fact is, this guy stinks. He is corrupt mm -hmm. he has been in it you know like obama he's only in it for the cash like many are right he's only in it for himself he is a yeah. criminal and he needs to be prosecuted he, he needs to be and many of the people in the deep state machinery they need to be charged with treason and they need oh, yeah. the united states government needs to prove to the citizens of the united states that there is law and that it applies equally Instead, we have political mm -hmm. prisoners who, you know, the DOJ, FBI, round up uh, after January 6th, beat them, don't charge them, and lie about these political prisoners as if we're China. And speaking of China, China is on the war path. As this says, China's military prepares for war while America's military goes woke. Mm -hmm. How embarrassing. How ridiculous. Exactly. That these that these idiots at the Pentagon, General Milley, he needs to be gone. He needs to be gone mm -hmm. yesterday. 
He needed to be gone oh, yeah. when President Trump was in office and he betrayed him about yeah. going to the church. And he should yeah, have been gone there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I actually saw a meme and it showed President Eisenhower as as a general, you know, during World War II, mm-hmm. and it said Eisenhower he won a war, and it showed like a circle on his chest. You see, you know, Eisenhower only had three ribbons on his uniform. Then he showed General Milley who lost a war, and you should see all the ribbons on his chest. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. So you got all these damn uh, ribbons. Who cares? You're incapable the, of winning a war. Wonder if he got the gender studies survivor ribbon. He what probably a, did. Or what a complete, or what a complete traitor. What a complete loser. Uh, there are many no. of them in the Pentagon who really just need to get the hell out of the way. I mm-hmm. saw General Vallely talking about we need to bring some of our generals out of retirement. And yeah. put, put them back in place because these okay. people, you know, they're they're really dooming the United States. Mm-hmm. It's we really need war um, That's what we need. We need war fighters. I know that like General Petraeus, he's been disgraced, but bring him back. Well, he you actually, got, you got you know, people. He actually was able. Anybody who's been worth a damn has been attacked by the liberals. You got Flynn. Right. You've got uh, McInerney, you know, mm-hmm. and others. And yeah. Valley too, you know. But, so yeah. I gotta run to yeah. a, a break real quick, and then we'll be right back to to hit the end. Hello Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner of the Patriot Review. I have a platform for you I want to call your attention to. It is called rightonly.net, and as it states, it's for the right only. The leftist Marxist trolls and bots will be booted from this platform. You, on the other hand, will have a voice. You will not be censored. For all of us who've suffered through the past year or so, of the leftist Marxist BS on Facebook and YouTube. This is very welcome indeed. Check it out, rightonly.net. By the way, they are not paying me to do this. Check it out. Coming to you from the land of common sense, and American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Okay, we're back. Ron, you, I believe we're going to just talk a little bit of respond to my comment about the generals and uh, who really needs to be in place there. Oh. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, General Petraeus, he's a war fighter. He should be, you know, he should actually replace General Milley. But the one person that really needs to re- be replaced, other than Joe Biden, obviously, and Kamala Harris, uh, is the Secretary of Defense, Austin. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and and this man just floored me. 
when they they asked him, well, you know, uh, are you going to you know help get these American citizens out? And he's what floored me was his comment of, well, uh, the U.S. military does not have the capability. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not the Secretary of Defense, but I, I probably know more about military than he, he does. You know, it's like, uh, have you heard of the 101st Air Assault Division, the 82nd Air Assault Division, the 73rd Airborne Brigade? How about uh, Navy SEALs, well, U.S. Army know. Rangers? I mean, what a stupid argument. We, 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 we took it before. Why couldn't we take it again? That's just stupid. Right. And not only the Rangers, but you got the U.S. Army Special Forces. There is what? The 1st Special Forces Group, the 5th Special Forces Group, the 7th, and the 10th. Those are all active duty. For yeah. reserve, if I, I think uh, the reserves might still have the 12th Special Forces well, Group. And there's the 19th and 20th, which are National right. Guard. Your point is very valid. Obviously, the United States is still the most powerful uh, military force on the planet. However, um, China, obviously, uh, if we see a China-Russia alliance, which, which I do believe we'll see in the near future, I think mm -hmm. we'll see um, uh, Taiwan uh, go, right? Mm -hmm. and, You're right. Uh, yeah, and I think that'll happen fairly soon. I think, obviously, Russia is going to – Putin's been rubbing his hands together ever since this this baby well, food-eating old fool got into the White House. So, Well, uh, I mean, this is the thing. This is what you got to ask questions about. How come the Russian and the Chinese embassies are not closed in Kabul? Only ours. Right. Well, you know? that's because they're allies. That's where a lot of this equipment, this $83 billion of equipment that taxpayers paid for that is now in the hands of the Taliban uh, and mm -hmm. al-Qaeda uh, are going to China and Iran and who knows where else. But we're going to leave it right there for now. Ron, thank you for uh, for being on the show. I want to remind people about Freedom Waning. The war has already begun coming in September, a documentary that uh, we are working on. And I want to, uh, once again, just thank everybody for tuning in, and please tell your friends about us. If you can, I would appreciate it. If you'd contribute, go to Patreon. Uh, just started this. We have three different membership levels. That would be very helpful and greatly appreciated. And I am going to go out here with, remember, the number one issue, election audit, forensic audits, demand forensic audits. And I'm going to go out with a video of uh, a, a, a man who I think is a hero, Mr. Mike Lindell, who's put everything on the line, you know, similar to what our founding fathers did. Uh, everything that he, he knows is put on the line to really help Americans. So I'm going to end with this. Thanks again, Ron. Oh, thank you. If you're a Democrat out there, I like speaking to my friends that are liberals or Democrats because I say, look around you and see what they're doing to our country. You know, they've been, you've got to realize a lot of people over here have been brainwashed for years and years by them, by the media, by the horrible, horrible journalists in our country that won't do their job. The media has done more damage than everything put together, I'm telling you, because everything stems off that. Now I want to say something. When you when you steal when you steal an election, you don't just steal an election and we go and we're going to sit here and go, okay, let's wait for 2020 or let's wait for 2024. 
I'll tell you what, it's Trump 2021. That's what it is, 2021. If we don't solve, if we don't solve 2020, there is no 2022 and 2024. Well said. Couldn't have said that better myself, Mr. Mike Lindell. If you have not been watching Frank's speech, really recommend that you go do it. Um, you can go to frankspeech.com, and there are uh, Lindell has a show he's putting out uh, 11 and 6. 11 a.m., 6 p.m. Central, I think Central Time. And then, of course, uh, Brandon House is on at 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. So check that out at frankspeech.com. Uh, one last thing I promised you that I was going to tell you about an upcoming guest, and that is for next week, Mr. Simon Parks will be with me, and I'm really looking forward to having him on the show. I've watched him quite a bit, actually, uh, since the... Uh, big tech censorship stuff started. Uh, I I found a lot of comfort in listening to him, actually, and I'm going to enjoy this immensely. So if, if you are not a follower of Simon Parks, go check him out. He's got his website. I'll put a link to that uh, in, the, in the show description as well. So with that, thank you very much, everybody. Be safe and stand up for your rights. They're given to you by God and not by Joe Biden.